Question 27 of Summa Theologica Prima Secundae, Treatise on the Passions. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Summa Theologica Prima Secundae, Treatise on the Passions, by St. Thomas Aquinas translated by the fathers of the english dominican province question 27 of the cause of love in four articles we must now consider the cause of love and under this head there are four points of inquiry first whether good is the only cause of love second whether knowledge is a cause of love third whether likeness is a cause of love fourth whether any other passion of the soul is a cause of love first article whether good is the only cause of love objection one it would seem that good is not the only cause of love for good does not cause love except because it is loved but it happens that evil is also loved according to psalm ten six he that loveth iniquity hateth his own soul else every love would be good therefore good is not the only cause of love objection to further the philosopher says in rhetoric two four that we love those who acknowledge their evils therefore it seems that evil is the cause of love objection three further dionysius says on the divine names four that not the good only but also the beautiful is beloved by all on the contrary augustine says in on the trinity eight three assuredly the good alone is beloved therefore good alone is the cause of love i answer that as stated above in question twenty six article one love belongs to the appetitive power which is a passive faculty wherefore its object stands in relation to it as the cause of its movement or act therefore the cause of love must needs be love's object now the proper object of love is the good because as stated above in question twenty six articles one and two love implies a certain connaturalness or complacency of the lover for the thing beloved and to everything that thing is a good which is akin and proportionate to it it follows therefore that good is the proper cause of love reply to objection one evil is never loved except under the aspect of good that is to say in so far as it is good in some respect and is considered as being good simply and thus a certain love is evil in so far as it tends to that which is not simply a true good it is in this way that man loves iniquity 
inasmuch as by means of iniquity some good is gained pleasure for instance or money or such like reply to objection to those who acknowledge their evils are beloved not for their evils but because they acknowledge them for it is a good thing to acknowledge one's faults in so far as it excludes insincerity or hypocrisy reply to objection three the beautiful is the same as the good and they differ in aspect only for since good is what all seek the notion of good is that which calms the desire while the notion of the beautiful is that which calms the desire as being seen or known consequently those senses chiefly regard the beautiful which are the most cognitive notably sight and hearing as ministering to reason for we speak of beautiful sights and beautiful sounds but in reference to the other objects of the other senses we do not use the expression beautiful for we do not speak of beautiful tastes and beautiful odors thus it is evident that beauty adds to goodness a relation to the cognitive faculty so that good means that which simply pleases the appetite while beautiful is something pleasant to apprehend second article whether knowledge is a cause of love objection one it would seem that knowledge is not a cause of love for it is due to love that a thing is sought but some things are sought without being known for instance the sciences for since to have them is the same as to know them as augustine says in his eighty-three questions question thirty-five if we knew them we should have them and should not seek them therefore knowledge is not the cause of love objection to further to love what we know not seems like loving something more than we know it but some things are loved more than they are known thus in this life god can be loved in himself but cannot be known in himself therefore knowledge is not the cause of love objection three further if knowledge were the cause of love there would be no love where there is no knowledge but in all things there is love as dionysius says on the divine names four whereas there is not knowledge in all things therefore knowledge is not the cause of love on the contrary augustine proves in on the trinity ten one and two that none can love what he does not know i answer that as stated above in article one good is the cause of love as being its object but good is not the object of the appetite except as apprehended and therefore love demands some apprehension of the good that is loved for this reason the philosopher in ethics nine five and twelve says that bodily sight is the beginning of sensitive love and in like manner 
the contemplation of spiritual beauty or goodness is the beginning of spiritual love accordingly knowledge is the cause of love for the same reason as good is which can be loved only if it is known reply to objection one he who seeks science is not entirely without knowledge thereof but knows something about it already in some respect either in a general way or in some one of its effects or from having heard it commended as augustine says on the trinity ten one and two but to have it is not to know it thus but to know it perfectly reply to objection two something is required for the perfection of knowledge that is not requisite for the perfection of love for knowledge belongs to the reason whose function it is to distinguish things which in reality are united and to unite together after a fashion things that are distinct by comparing one with another consequently the perfection of knowledge requires that man should know distinctly all that is in a thing such as its parts powers and properties on the other hand love is in the appetitive power which regards a thing as it is in itself wherefore it suffices for the perfection of love that a thing be loved according as it is known in itself hence it is therefore that a thing is loved more than it is known since it can be loved perfectly even without being perfectly known this is most evident in regard to the sciences which some love through having a certain general knowledge of them for instance they know that rhetoric is a science that enables man to persuade others and this is what they love in rhetoric the same applies to the love of god reply to objection three even natural love which is in all things is caused by a kind of knowledge not indeed existing in natural things themselves but in him who created their nature as stated above question 26 article 1 confer also pars prima question 6 article 1 second reply third article whether likeness is a cause of love objection one it would seem that likeness is not a cause of love for the same thing is not the cause of contraries but likeness is the cause of hatred for it is written in proverbs thirteen ten that among the proud there are always contentions and the philosopher says in ethics eight one that potters quarrel with one another therefore likeness is not a cause of love objection to further augustine says in the confessions 414 that a man loves in another that which he would not be himself thus he loves an actor but would not have himself be an actor but it would not be so if likeness were the proper cause of love for in that case a man would love in another that which he possesses himself or would like to possess therefore likeness is not a cause of love objection three further 
everyone loves that which he needs even if he have it not thus a sick man loves health and a poor man loves riches but in so far as he needs them and lacks them he is unlike them therefore not only likeness but also unlikeness is a cause of love objection for further the philosopher says in rhetoric two four that we love those who bestow money and health on us and also those who retain their friendship for the dead but all are not such therefore likeness is not a cause of love on the contrary it is written in ecclesiasticus thirteen nineteen every beast loveth its like i answer that likeness properly speaking is a cause of love but it must be observed that likeness between things is twofold one kind of likeness arises from each thing having the same quality actually for example two things possessing the quality of whiteness are said to be alike another kind of likeness arises from one thing having potentially and by way of inclination a quality which the other has actually thus we may say that a heavy body existing outside its proper place is like another heavy body that exists in its proper place or again according as potentiality bears a resemblance to its act since act is contained in a manner in the potentiality itself accordingly the first kind of likeness causes love of friendship or well-being for the very fact that two men are alike having as it were one form makes them to be in a manner one in that form thus two men are one thing in the species of humanity and two white men one thing in whiteness hence the affections of one tend to the other as being one with him and he wishes good to him as to himself but the second kind of likeness causes love of concupiscence or friendship founded on usefulness or pleasure because whatever is in potentiality as such has the desire for its act and it takes pleasure in its realization if it be a sentient and cognitive being now it has been stated above in question twenty six article four that in the love of concupiscence the lover properly speaking loves himself in willing the good that he desires but a man loves himself more than another because he is one with himself substantially whereas with another he is one only in the likeness of some form consequently if this other's likeness to him arising from the participation of a form hinders him from gaining the good that he loves he becomes hateful to him not for being like him but for hindering him from gaining his own good this is why potters quarrel among themselves because they hinder one another's gain and why there are contentions among the proud because they hinder one another in attaining the position they covet hence the reply to the first objection is evident 
Reply to Objection 2. Even when a man loves in another what he loves not in himself, there is a certain likeness of proportion, because as the latter is to that which is loved in him, so is the former to that which he loves in himself. For instance, if a good singer love a good writer, we can see a likeness of proportion, inasmuch as each one has that which is becoming to him in respect of his art. Reply to Objection 3. He that loves what he needs bears a likeness to what he loves, as potentiality bears a likeness to its act, as stated above. Reply to Objection 4. According to the same likeness of potentiality to its act, the illiberal man loves the man who is liberal, insofar as he expects from him something which he desires. The same applies to the man who is constant in his friendship, as compared to one who is inconstant. For in either case, friendship seems to be based on usefulness. We might also say that although not all men have these virtues in the complete habit, yet they have them according to certain seminal principles in the reason, in force of which principles the man who is not virtuous loves the virtuous man as being in conformity with his own natural reason. Fourth article. Whether any other passion in the soul is a cause of love. Objection 1. It would seem that some other passion can be the cause of love. For the philosopher in Ethics 8.3 says that some are loved for the sake of the pleasure they give. But pleasure is a passion. Therefore, another passion is a cause of love. Objection 2. Further, desire is a passion. But we love some because we desire to receive something from them, as happens in every friendship based on usefulness. Therefore, another passion is a cause of love. Objection 3. Further, Augustine says in On the Trinity 10.1, When we have no hope of getting a thing, we love it but half-heartedly or not at all, even if we see how beautiful it is. Therefore, hope too is a cause of love. On the contrary, all the other emotions of the soul are caused by love, as Augustine says in on the city of god fourteen seven and nine i answer that there is no other passion of the soul that does not presuppose love of some kind the reason is that every other passion of the soul implies either movement toward something or rest in something now every movement towards something or rest in something arises from some kinship or aptness to that thing, and in this does love consist. Therefore, it is not possible for any other passion of the soul to be universally the cause of every love. But it may happen that some other passion is the cause of some particular love, just as one good is the cause of another. 
Reply to Objection 1. When a man loves a thing for the pleasure it affords, his love is indeed caused by pleasure. But that very pleasure is caused, in its turn, by another preceding love. For none takes pleasure save in that which is loved in some way. Reply to Objection 2. Desire for a thing always presupposes love for that thing. But desire of one thing can be the cause of another's thing being loved. Thus he that desires money, for this reason, loves him from whom he receives it. Reply to Objection 3. Hope causes or increases love, both by reason of pleasure, because it causes pleasure, and by reason of desire, because hope strengthens desire. Since we do not desire so intensely that which we have no hope of receiving, nevertheless, hope itself is of a good that is loved. End of question 27. Read by Michael Shane Craig Lambert, L.C.